This is Shelby Lopez, and you're listening to On the Backburner Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Tacos and Taro, a Kiwana food truck owned and operated by Shelby and Duva Lopez. Food and Fortune, Tacos and Taro offer authentic tacos, tortas, quesadillas, homemade salsa, and tarot card readings by request. You know, it's been an amazing journey, and it's incredible to see how far everybody has came since the beginning of the start of the first Digital Wolf magazine. Um, I was honored, you know, to help kind of put together the first one and the second one and the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one. And it is really cool to see Jess still doing her thing and putting it out there and not only doing that, but the podcast and the gallery and I don't know, just how far it's came since the beginning and how much it's inspired me and my job that I currently do with my writing, whether it be my freelance work, um, my job at the radio station, my networking, my photography, just my spiritual work, man, I just all of it. Collaboration was huge for my blossoming as being a proud businesswoman and, you know, just doing my thing and having no shame about it. I had been working at the Sentinel for almost a couple years when Jess had reached out to me via email after this insane story where I had been, um, long story short, but I had been at a hawk release and we were in the middle of nowhere outside of Rochester and we had seen a truck coming through a field and it was, it broke down and it happened to be some bank robbers that had just robbed Lake City Bank that, I don't know, it was insane. So they got arrested right in front of us. We got some amazing pictures. It was a wild story. And Jess had messaged me, you know, wild story, man. Um, I had taken her picture of the chili cook-off, and she, I think she brought up that or something, and then said, you know, I really want some pictures. I think it was for her website, whatever. And she wanted to collaborate, basically, and asked to meet me with me. She was about to get an office, and inside of Total Bodyworks Day Spa, it was very Better Call Saul, cracked me up, and I don't know, just octopus but better call Saul office it just it was vibing with me and my kind of my kind of strange but in a good way you know in, in an artist way and I really wanted I was interested in collaborating like it was a sign for sure for you know doing some business deals together as you know combining her design and my photography and giving you know customers options for discounts if they went with both of us um we decided we wanted to collaborate more and when she mentioned the magazine and how she wanted to make this magazine it was like something that I was definitely looking for um it's like a light click it's like I knew that I wanted to do journalism I knew I knew I was really passionate when I was in the yearbook um and when I cover stuff for the newspaper when I worked for the Sentinel um it was just something that I enjoyed. It wasn't just a job, you know, so I wanted to pursue that. Mind you, at this time, um, not only was this just a magazine, it was a portfolio, and I was starting out my business. Um, quitting the Sentinel Met, I kind of wanted to take another avenue. Like, I knew I was going to have a baby, so my schedule wasn't going to fit, you know, taking pictures for the newspaper anymore. Um, I couldn't just, you know, I couldn't have a schedule like that, but I could work from home, you know, have appointments on the weekends, still obviously pursue and help my clientele. I was already having clientele anyways, but I wanted an official studio and my husband was making me the studio and 
like around the time I quit, it was it was ready and it was featured. Its opening was featured in Digital Wolf magazine. And I just, that was huge to me. I was so excited about that. So the idea of this magazine that we were doing had originally came from an idea just Jessica had gotten in this class at IU, I do believe, when she was um, going to school for design. And she just had this passion behind it. And I don't know, I feel like we had we had two separate visions, but one that aligned so well. And I just could see how I could, you know, put a little input into this magazine. So, so like I said before, I was all on board and, um, and we started it. But so she had named it Trust the First the first edition was Trust Your Animal Instincts, um, a mixed medium portfolio. If you know Jessica, you know that she's all about uh, collaboration and building people up. Well, well, that's what we did. And, um, you know, we just wrote about everybody real nice. You know, we kind of either had them email us like a, a biography about them. Um, some of them we did like video calls. Some of them we did like, you know, voice calls some of them we did a couple interviews with you know but we just we we talked them up for the portfolio so they could use it for whatever they needed it in the future and um it's not just a magazine it was something that was useful you know for future careers or just new avenues new doors so on the cover it says you know people to watch 2019 and that was that was essentially we were highlighting them you know um, we were highlighting us too but we were highlighting and collaborating and you know giving people the people to people watch <laughs> if that makes sense for a tongue twister but also like quite literally you know we were we were taking the information about these these creative natives <laughs> and um just highlighting all the good and all their talent and what they were doing in this world, you know, how they're like little pieces, you know, change the world. And this is their pieces. And this is what makes them unique. And this is what they have to offer. So the creative natives featured um, in the first edition were definitely Jessica's people. Like some of the people that were in it, I kind of heard of, but for the most part, I like really didn't know didn't know these people. Um, the first one was what really, that was off to a good start. I was just really impressed. The first one was Lacey Bennett. Um, I'd kind of heard of her. She used to be Lacey Baldwin. Um, but I didn't really know her. Um, I definitely didn't know of her talent or her YouTube channel. She's a DIY lifestyle YouTuber and blogger, and she has quite the following. She's very talented. Um, she does everything from, you know, furbishing furniture to decorating a room really cute mind you on a budget um she just i don't know and she's collaborated with jessica for you know printing and stuff so um jessica had featured her in the magazine and hers was pretty easy you know it was all like i got an email about her her pictures were already sent to jessica you know hers was pretty simple but i was really impressed the next one um, we had interviewed, I do believe Jessica um, was with me. We did like a, I was on a video, she was on a video, and her roommate who, in college, who now has a business, um, and is from like Denver, and her mom even sells her stuff in Rochester, Hannah, Hannah Burney, um, from Miles and K Designs, did a video interview with us um, once. It was with Jessica, and then another time, I feel like I did one by myself, too, over the phone or something. And then I, I think I got, like, an email of some questions and whatnot, and I really got to know um, 
no, the sisters from Fishers um, that that originally grew up in Denver and used crafting as a way to bond, you know, as a family, and then took it to a new level, making it into a business after they got some attention, you know, they had, hey, we're pretty good at this. People are wanting us, paying us to do it. Why don't we make some money to, you know, continuing with it and even doing things that like they do classes at Schnabeltier, you know, like they do the wine and canvas instead. It's not wine and canvas. It's like wine and wreath making. It's pretty amazing. Uh, they're, they're at farmer's markets. They're just very driven, very driven uh, small business. Uh, Jessica had been, you know, the OD board member for the Round Barn Lab, a makerspace that they're still, I mean, it's an organization, but they're still looking for a building. And um, she had made the logo and everything. And it's a pretty cool thing. Like they have it in bigger cities and around college towns. So people that don't have like welding equipment that want to weld or, you know, 3D printers or whatever they need. Um, it's right there. And, you know, some people need that all the time and can just get like a membership and make whatever they want, you know, create whatever they want. So, um, of course, you know, as creatives, creative natives, what's more, more perfect to feature than that. One of the first real in-person bonding experiences I'd say that I had with Jessica Schaefer was when she picked me up. Um, I was like, I don't know, like six or seven months pregnant. And, um, we were in the middle of this magazine with Jaslyn. Uh, she picked me up and we went to Kokomo to see Joshua James to feature his work in, um, in the magazine for his art. He uh, opens his own shop in Kokomo called Love Realm Tattoo Company. And he also toured like all over the United States. He's a very talented guy and not just tattoo artist, just artist in general. You know, he had artwork everywhere. That was a lot of fun to photograph. And yeah, I just... That was a good bonding experience, you know. We went, we went out to eat. We got crappy chili at Louis, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It just oh, we got to know each other, and also I just I I love taking pictures in that shop. I still I'm I'm looking at that right now, and I love those pictures still to this day. So that was a lot of fun. Fun fact: the back page was from our experience at Cheapy Squeegee, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, me and Jessica, me and Jessica had a lot of fun because Jess was there too. But um, yeah, the back, the very last page, um, the very back, there's a quote from Shane on there that says, "Where's the color?" Shane read, "Just I don't even, <laughs> I don't even remember the full story to that now. How can I forget that?" But um, and then the last page on the inside is Janae, and she's holding one of the prints up to her face, and it, it was just a priceless picture. We covered Chris Miles, who's out of Portland, Oregon, and his art as he combined his art, like two passions, his his love with uh, extreme sports and art. And he um, designed different kit boards, I believe, yeah, for kit boarding. And he would sell it, um, or not sell it, but raffle it for benefits uh, for kit board for cancer. And kit board for cancer empowers individuals to benefit life lives affected by cancer I don't know it's just the board of hope that he took a picture with and and the work is incredible if you check out the magazine and he's just like I said he's an artist in general and just kind of combined his passions for the good we'd gotten the tie-dye guy um Corey Rogers who had been married to Jessica's really close friend like this woman April 
Rogers, she um, was the reason that Jessica had got the office and the spa, you know, like in total body works day spa. And they'd gotten close recently, right before she had passed away. And it was, it was around the time, around the exact time, like the magazine was even in discussion and she'd inspired Jessica a lot to do it and just kind of, you know, follow her dreams. And so Jessica did a little feature on that and featured some of his tie dye in that as well, because that was another form of art and portfolio. So did an interview with Landon Smith. Um, another one, of Jessica, Jessica's peoples, you know, over the phone and, uh, learned a little bit more about him. He was an ad guy. Um, and then he worked with drones too. So that was kind of different. He did like land mapping and checking on crops and stuff with it, but he took a ton of beautiful pictures and videos and all kinds of stuff. And that was another unique, honestly, art form. Have you seen these pictures? And, and, um, some of it's featured in the magazine. So that was kind of a, you know, drone photography. That was a little bit of a twist on things. And also uh, Bryce Hardesty with his business was featured. And some of that included, you know, drone photography. Top of drone photography, uh, Bryce's business, Split Road Media, also does the web development, um, videography, virtual tours, graphic design, and print. And he's actually came a long way, too, um, with the new office in Logansport. I do believe so. Big things have came his way as well. Caitlin Bartz was featured. Um, back when we had featured her, she was Caitlin Bartz. She's now Caitlin Rich, and she's had big changes. You know, she's she's grown her family. She's she's expanded her business. You know, um, and she she bought Fleur. I mean, Jessica had gotten Haley Lehman um, to be featured also, and she. Had worked at Schnabeltier as a cheesemaker and a head brewer and had this, like, incredible story about how she got into that. And, you know, that was art in itself. And it was kind of an interesting little twist and portfolio on it. And I, I love the art. Um, Jessica, when we had the magazine release, some of the art for her stuff was um, given to people as stickers. And I still have some of the stickers in my studio, my ukulele, you know, <laughs> all over random places. Craig Swade, also known as Craig Furnival in Rochester, um, was also featured. He's um, a pretty incredible musician, and he's traveled all over the world with um, different bands. And he's incredibly talented. I believe that I remember hearing his name back in the day. Um, I feel like in the choir room, like I feel like the choir teacher either in middle school or something um, talked about him. But um, but we, I kind of explored, you know, his music and what he was about. And he is a very talented and diverse artist. And um, I remember when we were doing, I don't remember if I was with Jessica or she showed me, but uh, for his interview, he was in the airport, like <laughs> in security, like basically like getting his stuff checked and stuff and answering questions. And it was like a very, <laughs> it's a very unique interview, but that was a fun one too. And last but not least, um, featured throughout the magazine is, and all of the magazines, in fact, is the incredible work of Ed Jenkins. Um, Ed is a world traveler. Um, he goes, man, he's a man, he's a man of all trades. I swear, he's like a genius. But um, his his pictures are incredible. The opening uh, photo is his photo of a abandoned vintage bus in Utah. It looks very deserty and just. 
looks like something out of a like zombie apocalypse movie movie and it's a very powerful picture um all of his pictures are just he nails it but yeah he travels all over the world um on various cruise ships you know he he's got his um scuba diving instructing license and like honduras at one point he does a ton of interesting stuff from like iceland to new zealand to europe to you know the mississippi river sometimes it's close he even owns some property in rochester he did for a while so he he has strong connections to rochester he's from rochester and it surprised me because like in my about me and in his about me we both wrote about one particular teacher mr mccarthy um an english teacher at rochester high school um he's retired now Mr. McCarthy really encouraged me and pushed me to join your book, and I'm so glad he did because it really opened my eyes to, in a way, to know that I love journalism and, you know, putting myself out there and writing and photography and all that fun stuff, and it really put me where I am today, and I credited him for that, and so did Ed, you know, I mean... Who would have known? Who would have thought? And that was in our main influence, you know, unintentional, like wrote at separate times. Like, I don't, it just blew my mind. Needless to say, um, this magazine was kind of like a snowball effect into the future. And I would go on to do with Jessica, I would help um, with five, five editions. And then Jessica is still going with it going strong. Um, Bryn's still on it. And then there's been, there's been several editions and writers and photographers and it's grew in leaps and bounds. And I'm so proud of her. And now she has this podcast going and her art gallery and a bunch more surprises that, you know, everybody's got to stay tuned for. And, um, yeah, she just keeps going with it. And that's what she's inspired me to do too with my with my life, my career, and what I've branched out with, with whether it be, you know, being confident in my writing, to my photography, to believing in my even my taco and tarot business. You know, I'm not I'm not embarrassed to put myself out there. And I can really, you know, lead that back and look back on Digital Wolf magazine helping me get there. The